All righty. So let's begin without further ado. Um, we had last week, we began our discussion about medica medical professionals and, uh, and, and other professions which require someone to, to make a dangerous decision of risking their life, perhaps. Um, and most, most pertinent today to, 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 to the medical staff at a hospital who are dealing with coronavirus patients. I apologize if you do hear kids in the background. Um, <laughs> trying, trying our best to put them all to bed, but uh, 8.30 is 8.30. She's got to start. Okay. Um, so we began with the two of Hankin. Hopefully you still have it there. Um, I didn't see it on the email, but, but it, should be, it should be on the previous email. Um, the Marmokum that we were working with was uh, the, the Tshuva of Rav, Rav, Yehuda, Rav Yehuda Henkin. He's Rav Henkin's grandson. Um, and a lot of, and a lot of the, the sources that he deals with here, I found many other Tshuvas that we'll discuss tonight, the Sri Deish, the Tzitzel Yezu, the Abiyya Oymer, Rav Avad Yosef, um, and many great others. Um, but I found that this Tshuva was a very beautiful framework for having this discussion. Um, the, it's presented very nicely. And uh, he really hits on all the points. Okay, so I really, the truth of the matter is, is where we're up to in the tshuva is really a wonderful place to begin the conversation. Really, Rav Henkin kind of presents the arguments for being makele, um, and then kind of gives us the background. So why not tonight? Let's begin where we left off last week. It's on page two of the handout, well, where we will discuss the, the, the basic outlines, the parameters of Sakonis Mathachais and really in particular, risking one's own life for the sake of others. Um, what, oh, I will recall one thing here. One thing that we did mention last week was the prohibition of someone risking their life in the Torah. Where does it say in the Torah that you're not allowed to, uh, to endanger your life? And that is most, uh, most well known from, from the Pasuk of the Nishmartim Ha'oyla Nafshay Seichel. You mind taking Maybe that's a good way to okay. You can take some toys with you. Thank you. Um, and that's a pasuk which Chazal tell us is a is 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 a, is a directive of taking care of your life. And Rav Hankin pointed out that interestingly, the pasuk shach, the pshutei shel mikra, is not referring to taking care of your life. That's not what it's referring to. The pasuk shach is is taking care of your spiritual life. When a Moshe ben is reminding us of Matan Torah. That's really where the pastor is saying is I make sure that you retain that knowledge and you follow the right path, a spiritual correct path. Um, but nevertheless, Chazal do derive uh, do derive this and, and all the places can cite this Gemara Megillah as the source for making sure that we keep ourselves safe. Rav Henkin provided his own novel Pasuk, a different Pasuk of Kaddish Baruch Hu's command for us not to engage in a battle with Esav. And there it says, meaning don't wage war, because if you wage war, you may end up hurting yourselves, endangering yourselves. And that is a beautiful source for, for, not, uh, for, you know, for not endangering yourself. Okay, that's what he said. Now, let's begin here with the paragraph, on page two, it's on the right-hand column. Should someone enter a situation of suffix sakana? It's not for sure. I'm not for sure going to die. I'm not for sure going to endanger myself. But it may happen. I may lose my life. 
Um, one example he mentioned for is a firefighter going into a burning house, a burning building. He's endangering himself. Can he go in? So, or if you're, let's, now firefighters, we're going to say, have, may have another leniency. But let's say a, a, a good Samaritan, he's on the street, there's a fire going on, he wants to go save someone. He hears someone screaming from the second floor. Should he go in? Can he go in? Let's see what the sources say. Like everything, the Rambam writes, If Reuven sees Shimon pacing after Levi, and Reuven says, this is fun. He doesn't do anything about it. So, the, so says the Rambam, He has violated the prohibition of Lo Samen on that Rambam, says the Hagos Maimonios, who is, uh, uh, it's not a specific person, if I'm, if I'm correct, but it's one of the Talmidim of the Maram in Rottenberg, uh, you know, a contemporary of the Rosh, you're looking in the early 1300s, late 1200s. Um, he says there, Kosovo Hagos Maimonios, and it's only in Defus Constantina, my old Rambam, you're not going to find it there, but the Franco Rambams, and some of the Rambams have this Hagos Maimonios, but the Beis Yosef had it, he quotes it, and he cites a Yerushalmi. He doesn't tell you where the Yerushalmi is. He says, but there's a Yerushalmi, Masik, which concludes, that you want would violate if someone is standing outside a burning house. And there's a chance that he might be able to save the person inside. So then, if he doesn't do it, he's violating Loisamen. Meaning, according to Loisamenis, you're not only obligated to jump into a river if you know for sure you're going to be safe, no, even if you're not sure you're going to be safe, even if your your life is 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 put on the stake here, according to the Agois Maimonides, the Rishon, one is obligated to dump it. And if you don't, you're over on Leisam and That's the famous position of the Agois Maimonides. However, says Rav Hankin, this is a safer that I was unfamiliar with until I learned Basavachal of Tarubis, because the Isr Veheter is the staple when you're learning Basavachal of Tarubis. He was a Rishon, also Rabbi Yona from uh, Gerondi. Uh, they say he's, he's, he's a contemporary of the Chumas Hadesh. But he says as follows, the Simenon test, Kosav, someone standing there, he's watching it, uh, someone drowned in, drowned in the river. And he thinks to himself, I'm Misukan Imo. If I jump in, they're white, 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 white rapids, I may not get out myself. He should not jump in. It's not aimless. Like he, he, it's, it's a directive of not of, of refraining from, from, from getting involved. Why? He's not in, in, he's not endangered. He's he's on the outside. He's a bystander. Even though he's he's watching, he's he's seeing the whole thing in front of you know unfold in front of his eyes. What's his source? Your brother shall live with you. We do not have a source. We have no, we have no um, uh, a mention in Chazal of a, a distinction, I should say, between whether I'm for sure going to die or, you know, putting myself at a serious sakana as opposed to even a, a quasi-sakana. Chazal just say, your life comes first. Your life comes first. So it seems like there's a machlaikis, a head-on machlaikis between Hagois Maimonius 
and the Isser Vehetr. So, now where's the source of this Isser Vehetr? Where is he coming from? This is Vehechimach. So, says Rev Hankin, Kavonasa Isser Vehetr Niris, Meseches Baba Mitziah. It seems to be that Isser Vehetr is coming from the Gemara in Ezehu Neshach, Baba Mitziah. Famous Gemara, it says like this. There are two people who are walking on uh, the road. They're traveling together. And one of them has a jug of water. Only one of them. They're not sharing this canteen. It belongs to one of them. If both of them you know, split the canteen, so then... Both of them are going to die. If only one of them, one of them drinks from it, he can be rest assured he's going to make it. He's going to make it home. That's the Gemara's quandary. What do you do in such a case? So, like we said before, everything's a machlekes. Banish ben petura ben petura help mutav sheyishdu shneihem via musul. Both of them should uh, should drink, and they'll both die. And he should not watch the death of his friend. That's what Ben Petur held. Ben Petur held that both of them have to drink it. One is not, even though it sounds like even one of, them, one of them is the owner of the canteen. He's not allowed to, to take it for, to be greedy and take it for himself. He must split the water. That, that was Ben, ben Petur's position. And Rabbi Akiva came, believe it, and he taught, no, your brother has to live with you. Your life takes precedence over your friend's life, and therefore, you should be the one to drink it. And presumably, he's talking to the one, the owner of the canteen. The owner of the canteen, he has the right to, 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 to drink the water. Okay, so that's the Gemara. So now, now explain to him. So what did the Isser Vahedr see in this Gemara? Sheha Isser Vahedr Perish, he explained, Though the scenario is like this. If both of them drink, they're both going to die for sure. The Isser Vahedr adds to this that it's also even a, a suffix sakonic to save your friend. Koloma. Meaning to say, if he's the only one who drinks, for sure he's going to be saved. Explains the Rav Henkin, the position of the Isra Vahetar. When Rav Yekiva and Rabbi Ben Petur are analyzing this case, they're looking at a case where if they both drink it, they're going to for sure die. If they don't both drink it, the Gemara doesn't say that that uh, that he'll for sure live. That right? The Gemara says that, that the only case where you don't do it is if you're for sure going to die. It sounds like even if it's a sophic sakana, right, where you're 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 unsure of the results, still chayach akaidman, um, the shaloi kishayos of tshuva is chavis yor. This is not like the chavis yor. Because of shirakim shneim bevanda yamusu, it's only for sure they're gonna die. Then ain laechel lechalik meivavim chavir. Masha enkin him suffik yinotzu shneim. So the chavis yor, he understood the gemara differently in the iser vehet. The chavis yor understood is that when the gemara says, guys, sorry, 
guys, guys, can you two whisper? I have a competition over here. According to the Chavis Yair, like this, the Gemara says, if they're both going to die, they're not, and Rabbi Kiva says, he's not allowed to split it. Sounds like if it's a suffix, they should split it. According to this, if I had to know, it's irrelevant, it's not, not limited to the case where they're both going to die. Even if it's a suffix that they're both going to die, Hayecha Kaidman. It's, it's a perspective. How do you read that Gemara? Do you read the Gemara saying, Hayecha Kaidman, even if it's a suffix sakana for yourself? Or, or Chayecha Kaidman, only if it is, Chavis Yair would say, only if it is a, um, no sakana at all. Although it's sakana, according to the Isser Veheter, one would not be obligated to die. So these are the two positions over here. Um, and he cites here of Henkin, El Kedasa Hamik Dover in the Sheiltais. He says the same thing. The, the, the Hamik Dover is the Nitziv. It's really the Hamik Sheila, his commentary on the Sheiltais of Ravachai, where he writes that this machlek is between Ben Pitura and Rabbi Akiva is really like this. Right here. He says, is the machlekes Rabbi Akiva and Ben Petura is this machlekes between the Isser Veheter and the Goyis Vaimenes? Ben Petura held that you both have to drink it. You're not allowed to, to say, I'm drinking it and you die. You have to put yourself at the suffix because Ben Petura feels like this. He says, if you both drink it, when the Gemara says you're for sure going to die, you're not for sure going to die, you're likely going to die. So therefore, take the chance. Both drink it. Maybe you'll live a day or two. You're putting yourself at the suffix Sakana. So there, so that so that guy's five minutes that Ben Petura held the guy's five minutes that you'd have to give up, you have to put yourself into a sakana to save your friend. At least your friend will live another day or two. That's how Ben Petura held the Whereas Rabbi Akiva held like this of a head, says the Nativ. That says no, no, no. You're putting yourself at risk. Okay, you'll get you'll get to live another day. Your friend will get to another live another day, but you won't live two days necessarily. So you're not obligated to put yourself into that situation. Is the Nitziv's way of explaining this machlokas tanoim is really a machlokas rishayim. Okay. Um, so, sounds good. Sounds like this is a machlokas rishayim. Again, if the, the Nitziv is right, and this is really what the Nitziv is doing, he's saying is that, well, then, we have a famous klal, that I have a machlokas between Rabbi Akiva and a chaveroi, who's aloha like Rabbi Akiva. Well, if Rabbi Akiva passes like the Isser Veheter, so now we have to pass like the Isser Veheter too. And we will not pass them like the Goyes Fionis, that someone is not obligated to risk their life to save their friend. Not obligated. Sure enough, if you open a Shulchanar, I think we'll, we'll, we'll write this soon. But if you open a Shulchanar, you're, go, you're not going to see that Goyes Fionis. Even though the B.C. Yosef wrote it in his super commentary to the tour, he didn't cite it in the Shulchanar. And the Smad, the, right, the Meir Sainayim, he writes there on Shulchanar, he says, hey, why didn't it make it to Shulchanarch? Must be the Shulchanarch did not pass the life that goes my means. And therefore, one would not be obligated to give up their life for the sake of their, not to risk their life, not necessarily give up, to risk their life for the sake of your, you're, not, you're not supposed to do, you're not obligated to do that. Now the question becomes like this Is this a rishus or is it an obligation? Or, or is it an obligation? If I don't pass the life that goes my means, and I'm put into a situation, I'm standing outside the, a burning home. Now is it like this? Am I allowed to go in if I want to? 
It's chayecha koydman irishos. It's a permission. It's basically saying you're entitled to your life. You're not obligated to save your friend, right? You go first. Or is it now an obligation to chayef for me now? Now that I now that I'm putter from saving my friend, now I have an obligation to drink this. I really love my friend. I really I I can't I can't I can't bear watching him die. Right? I want to take the chance. I want to take the gamble. Am I allowed to take the gamble? Or no? Or do now I have to say? Um, I'm obligated to. So now, if you look in the language of the Isser Vahedr, that we just quoted before, it's that eighth line in this paragraph, you'll see that he says, Ain lo l'sakin gufo. Ain lo. not saying that, that, that you're not obligated to help your friend. Ain lo. Sounds that language to me indicated that there is actually not a, a, a prohibition from giving up your, your canteen of water. You're not allowed to run into that house. That's an ain lo l'sakin nafshi. Ain l'sakin gufoi. Who gives you the right? L'chora, l'chora, I would, I would have said this misvara. I would have said this misvara because Echei Chaimach tells me I'm not obligated to, to save him. So now, like, everything by pikuach nefesh, every single mitzvah, right? I might have to, have to keep Shabbos. They have to do Yom Kippur. A person is a chol on Yom Kippur. We feed him. Docha, pikuach nefesh is docha as a chol. So why? Why? Because the Gemara in Yuma says, v'chai to live by, Rakashbach wants us to live. Well, if he wants me really to live, so then would I be allowed to give up my life if I want to? He wants me to live. Who am I? Am I, am I violent? Am I the owner of my, am I my soul's keeper? Yeah, so, so if not, I would say the Chaibahem is a victim that I must oblige to the Torah's rules that I have to keep myself alive. That's what I would have said. I would have said that that's the source for the Isr Vehetar for writing Ain Lolasakin Gufo. You're not allowed to do that. Um, but we will see that there are there are Chiluki on this Nakuda. Um, one question that I want to, to raise, and we'll work with the sources as we see along here in the next paragraph, is the following question. It says in Parshish Lachlacha, it says in Parshish Lachlacha, that Avram Avinu, when he heard by Yahweh HaPolit, Avram, the Ogmel, Ogmel Chavachim comes, and he tells Avram that, by the way, Avram, your nephew Loth was kidnapped by the four kings, Kedar Omer and his friends. Avram hears this, and he jumps to the rescue of Loth, and he wages war. He takes Eliezer with him, he, he brings his Na'arim with him, doesn't sound like a large army. How is Avram Avinu allowed to do that? How is he allowed to do that? He's risking his life. Okay, I, I was working on this question, and I think it's mamish tali in the in the in this machlokes that we're going to see. What? Um. So 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 th- th- this is the question. I think according to the to the hagos maimonios, we would say it's a suffix zakana. There's no issue. Ramavinu is risky. Yes, he's taking a sakana's nafashis. It's a, a suffix sakana. Maybe he'll maybe maybe he'll be successful. Loth is surely in trouble. Maybe he'll be successful at, 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 at saving him. So should he do it or not? So according to the Grace Maimonides, I think Avram Avinu, if anything, would have been obligated to. My question is according to the position of the Shulchanar, how we paskin, not like the Grace Maimonides, like the Isra Vehetar that we discussed, is what. Maybe do you mind taking upstairs? Thank you. Chat, uh, we get to be at home. We can't get we can't get out of, get out of here, but uh, 
comes with its Baruch uh, Hashem. You know, I, I want to say, by the way, I want to dedicate this year to my wife. She gave me a lot of time today to prepare this and over the Yom Tif. Uh, there are a lot of sources to go through, and, uh, and, and she really deserves uh, a lot of credit for this year here. Okay. Um, so I, that's my question. According to Avram, according, in the episode of Avram Avinu, I understand according to the Ghost Mammonius, but according to the Itzhar according to the Halacha Lamaisi, the one is not allowed to risk their life to save somebody else, why, it, why was Avram allowed to do that? What, what, what gives him the right to risk his life? Even if say it's quite the Torah, not what Avram Avinu the Gemara says he tried to keep the entire, the entire Torah But even if you want to say that, that uh, he, he didn't have to keep it, the end of the day, still has uh, even a Ben Noach is obligated. One of the Sheva Mitzvahs of Ben Noach is, is Ritzicha. He's not allowed to kill himself. Ben Noach is not allowed to he's not allowed to commit murder, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, what would be what would be the the hetter for that? So let's see uh, a Gemara Yushalmi, which is potentially the source for this Hagoyis Maimonis, and see see where this this fits into the puzzle. Um, let me just conclude the paragraph here. Rav Hankin just concludes after the smachlok. Bottom line is, The language of this event that if you're for sure going to be in a sakana, that's mashma. Only if in your mind, your assessment, you know, running into a burning house, it's, it's more likely that I'm going to be hurt that harm than 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 walk out unscathed more likely like that that's mashma that's that which we mentioned last year last week excuse me um the iser veheta would be inclined to allow one to enter a burning hot house if he feels that he's you know the fire just started i'm most likely going to be fine and most likely when you find the Israel had to would agree that that is permissible. And sure enough, the Mishnah Brura in Sivanshinchafes and Hulka Shabbos cites the Israel Hatter, and he says that you got to make the call. If you don't think that's such a sakana, you can go into the house. Now, interestingly enough, if you look in the Mishnah Brura, again, you actually got to look up the sources of the Israel Hatter. Here he here Hengen quotes it. But if you look up the Mishnah Brura, the Mishnah Brura says there, um, and he says that he's citing the Israel Hatter. His language is, if there is a danger for the for the for the for the, the rescuer, he's not obligated. I don't know that that language is totally accurate. The Isravheter, as we're saying, is it's not just if you're not obligated to. In the language of the Mishnah Bureau, one could conclude is you're not obligated to, but if you want to go into the house, it's okay. One would not be allowed to do that. Okay, but, but the Rav Hankin saying that if it's not such a big, big issue, then, then if it's not such a big sakana, then one, one definitely could and should, should try to save someone. Um, again, this all has bearing even without the other um, external factors which we will use to, to procure a hetner for doctors and nurses today to go into the hospitals to treat corona, patients with coronavirus. Um, I think it would, um, surely according to Agoyis Mamonius, they would be allowed, it may be even it's a suffix sakana, number one, even they may catch it, it may, it's almost like a sex faker. Who says they're gonna catch it? And even if they catch it, you know, they, 
primarily the doctors are are are, are younger and older ones. Maybe I had a different story, but um, again, even if older ones, many people walk out, on, you know, also Baruch Hashem unharmed. So it's a suffolk. When the guys buy money, they would be obligated to. But according to the Isser Vehet, there's a suffolk. They may be not allowed to go. Um, if it is a suffolk, that's that that it's a sincere suffolk. The Shiloh Zuchubas or Advaz writes, even if it's a 50-50 suffolk, it really has to be, you know, 60-40. I think he would say, not 51-49. 60-40 of, you know, I'll be safe. I should be okay. Um, the stats show me that, 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 that generally people are fine. So then, maybe even according to Isser Vehetar, one would be obligated to Hatzalus Tafashis. And again, anytime we're taking this question into consideration, we also have to be aware of the Isser of Losamad al Dam Reacha, that somebody may, he may be violating an Isser if he doesn't help, doesn't save the person, he doesn't get involved. Okay, now where is the source? Do, what, what, do we have any Chazals? Like we have this Chazal in, in Bamatsiya, which the Nitziv held as this Machloikis between the Gois Maimonius and the the Isser Vehetar, but the Gais Mamayus, like we said, cited Yerushalmi. I want to share with you fascinating Yerushalmi. Here it is. Ilu continues Rav Hankin. Ledas Hagais Mamayus al pi ha Yerushalmi yesh lo lehachnis atzmo lesafik misa mamish. You one should enter a situation of safik safikanis lefaches. Kedei lahatzol chaveru mi misa vadais. If your friend is, you know, surely in danger. So what Yerushalmi is this? What I found is in Tziv and the Shaz and Shuvah's Yad they say, what, you know what Yerushalmi is referring to? This is before Otzer HaChachma. Shekavan Masay L'Yerushalmi Meseches Trumis. Soif Perk Shemini V'zeh Lachan HaYerushalmi. This is the Yerushalmi. Here it is. Rav Imi It Tzad B'Sif Sifa. Hard words. Pnei Moshe explains. Shenitvas Al Yedei Gazlonim. B'Mokim Sakon HaHarbein. Rav Imi, he was kidnapped, and he was his life was in danger. Am Rabbi Yechanan said, Rabbi Yechanan, you know, you may as well start preparing the the tachrichim. He says, Peirsh shenitya eish mimenu. Rabbi Yechanan gave up. There's nothing we can do. We are not going in. We're not going in. We can't help him. However, Rishlakish was standing there, and Am Rishlakish Shimim and Lakish. So how do you translate those words? So this is the translation of the Pnei Moshe. Perish. Either I commit murder or I'll be murdered. Those are the two options. I'm going in. And I'm going to save him. And sure enough, the Gemara says, Riflakish went and he, he saved him. He didn't kill anybody. He appeased them. Which is which is interesting, which the Akronim are trying to figure out here. I thought he's gonna, you know, wage war like Avram Avinu. And this may be a crucial uh, consideration, a factor. Be that as it may, says the Gemara says Ravhenkin, Rishlakashin, he was very strong. We know the Gemara Babatia says he was a robber, one of the chief robbers of the bandits, you know, before Rabbi Yechanan convinced him to acquaint Rabbi Tam. By the way, people don't know Rabbi Tam. They just think that, uh, that, that Rishlakish was a chayz, Balchuva, you know, he was a tinik chenish, but he met Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Tam says, no, Rishlakish was initially a Tamil Chacham, and then he went off the derech, and then Rabbi Yechanan brought him back on the derech. That's what Taisa says in Babatia. Um, either way, Rishlakish was melumid in, in dealing with 
dealing with bandits. Um, so he said, I'll take care of him. Um, so he went and did it. V'lochein shayich shayatzos ravavni v'koyach. Umikol makam says ravenkin, mevur shekedei lahatzilo hayamachnas atalosakonas hariga mamish. He says, either I'm, I'm going in. I'm either going to kill or get killed. And he did it. And it, sound, it didn't sound like Rabbi Yechanan uh, rebutted his, his, his logic. Rabbi Yechanan let him go. And he, and he was uh, successful. That, this is the Yerushalmi of the Tagoyis Maimonius. If you see one is obligated to enter into a subic, again, maybe Rabbi Yechanan didn't have the wherewithal to do it. At least for Shlakash, this is in prison. Hey, go ahead, go ahead, try to save him. Um, and this is the Pshan Yerushalmi. Vishalok Moshikosa Bishazachivas Haradvaz Bidasa Yerushalmi. Not like their advice is behind your shop. We're going to share with you what their advice says. So says Rav Hankin, says, wait a second. Is this really a proof to that guy's Mamonios? Dilma, Rishlakish, Midas Chasidus Kamar. Maybe there's no obligation to go. Maybe Rishlakish said, listen, I know I don't have to go. Rabbi Kiva told me, I'm really Potter, but I want to go. I love Rav Abi. He's a great Tamachacham. I want to go save him. Maybe it's Minas Chasidus. Maybe that's what Rishlakish was doing. Velomi Shumchir. Vechain Kasa Besefer Ale Tamar Al Yerushalmi. I didn't see, take a look at that. But I found the Nitziv in the Shiltis writes this. This is the Nitziv in two Simonim in the Shiltis, where he writes that, that yeah, what, the Rish, what, what, what Halacha will say about that Yerushalmi. Again, we don't ask him like that, it's my money. What Halacha is going to say, how, how could we justify Rishlakish din? What is the Isra Vahetr? What is the Shulchan Aruch? And everybody going to say about that episode? They're going to say it was Midas Chasidus. That's what, that's what, that's what the Nitziv writes. Um, do you have a problem with that? Do you have a problem with saying that that's Midas Chasidus? I've got a problem with that. Because if we said before, we explained the Sheet of Isra Vahetr, that one is, once one is, 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 uh, is permitted to drink the canister, the canteen himself, there's no obligation of a anymore. So now shouldn't the is the, the, the of the obligation of a chaybohem kick in? I'm obligated to take care of it. Who gives me a right to be this chassid? Do you know what their advice writes? Their advice writes at the end of the chuva regarding a famous chuva, and this is very no gay to kidney transplants. Is one obligated to be mis the case that was presented to their advice was is that there was some officer, some government official who told an individual a Jew. He says, either I, I will sever your ear, I want to take your ear, or otherwise I kill Shimon. Is he obligated to give up his limb, to give up his ear for the sake of, uh, of killing Shimon? To save Shimon, to save Shimon. Is he obligated to do that? Pretty, pretty gory. Um, the Redvaz says is that he's not obligated to. He's not obligated to. And he deals with this, these, these Gemaras. He writes there that by a suffix, because he holds like Sakonas Aver. Even one limb, maybe he'll bleed to death. The Radha says, I saw with my own eyes, unfortunately, someone who was operated on his ear, and you're, you're talking in the 1500s, uh, just a few small incisions, and he bled to death. That's what Radha writes. So he, again, maybe today would be different. right? And, and they do say that. The Pais can say today, kidney transplant is very different than that. Um, Ravash Weiss, I think, is the only one who holds that one's obligated to, to, to give a kidney if he can. Most posts can say you're not obligated to, but um, there's definitely, you're not over on those Samad al because of this Redvas and the Shach Asmad Redvas. 
there's that, that they give up a, 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 a limb. Right? Rav, Rav Moshe has a famous tshuva about heart transplants. It's the same, same, same discussion. Is that you're not violating losamu damriacha if your life is put at some some risk, some risk at the sabbatzakon. But you know what the, the, what the Radvaz concludes at the end of that tshuva? He says not only is one not obligated to if somebody does it, he's a chassid shaita. A little more insight Chassid shaita, strong language. Chassid shaita, you're not allowed. You're not, you, you're not the owner. He says, maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels, maybe Hashem wants your blood more. Who, who are you to put your life in danger? Just to save someone else? There's no obligation? If there's no obligation to save him, so now the obligation of taking care of yourself kicks in. That's the argument of the Redvaz. So now we have the Redvaz and the Israel had to line up. Rav Hankin is suggesting that even Nagbeis his source of the Yerushalmi is maybe not approved because maybe it's dealing with the Midas Chasidus. We're saying is that no, the, the Midas Chasidus can't really fit into the picture. How could there be a Midas Chasidus? I will present in a, in a few moments a position, which is the Sri Deish, Rabbi Yechiel Weinberg, where he held that no, there is a concept of a Midas Chasidus when it comes to V'chai Bahem. But let's, 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 uh, let's conclude this paragraph here first. So he says that the Sefer Alei Tamar says that maybe the Yushalmi is really a Midas Chasidus. And the Beisayisif, like we mentioned, cites the Hagoyis Maimonius, who's citing the Yushalmi, saying that one is obligated to put himself in, in danger to save someone else. And that this is the Yushalmi. According to the Alei Tamar, I'm saying according to the Nitziv, these uh, that that Yerushalmi is not a, not not a proof because it's only a it's it's, it's only, maybe maybe Rich Lakish did it out of Minas Chasidus. He's a nice guy. Now again, going back to our question of Avram Avinu, according to the Shita of the Nitziv, according to the Shita of the Alei Tamar, Avram Avinu maybe he did it Minas Chasidus. Maybe he's entitled to do that. However, says Rav Hankin, he says I don't buy this, not because of our our discussion, but different a different time. He says, Beisayisif's interpretation of the Yushalmi is correct. It wasn't the Midas Chasidus. At least the Yushalmi's position, you want to say the Bavli and you have other sources who disagree with Yushalmi? Fine. The Yushalmi, according to Rankin, is clear that, that, that there's an obligation to do it. And he says, how could you say it's a Midas Chasidus? He says, you have to know the history. Lakish is a bigger Tamar Chachem than Rav Ami. Shehayat Sa'ir Mimenu. Rav Ami was younger than Rish Lakish. The Talmud of Rabbi Yochanan Chavero. Rish Lakish's colleague, Rabbi Yochanan, had a student, Rav Ami. He's the man who was, who was saved. So you're going to tell me that's a Midas Chasidus for Rish Lakish to go save Rav Ami? Says Rav Henkin, Adarabo. Midas Chasidus, he, Lehistakein. Uh, sorry. Um, what the other way around is the Midas Chasidus for a Shlokish to stay at home, stay learning in the base of Andrish. He says, What's my proof? Sefer Chasidim. Moshe Kasev, Rabbi Huda Chasim, when the Bali Tosos was Sefer Chasidim, um, he writes, He says, I'm going to bring it, bring it later. He brings it. Uh, uh, I just want to take a take a look at now. It's in the next paragraph. It's uh, eight lines down. It says, There are two people sitting on a bench. 
And the, the Nazis, the Kamar say, we're killing one of you. One's a big Tamar Chacham, and one of them is a good, good, you know, a good Samaritan. There's a mitzvah for the Hedyat to tell the, 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 the enemy, kill me first. Where, where do we have such a precedent? He asked the Romans to kill him and not Rabbi Akiva. He said, everyone needs Rabbi Akiva. They don't need me as much. As I say for Hasidim, that is the obligation. So now, says Rav Hankin, wait a second. Rishlakish is making, it, making you know, he's weighing his, his factors, his facts over here. Should he go save Rav Ami or should he not? He's not obligated to, according to everybody. Again, if you don't learn like the guy's Maimonides, you want to tell me it's a Midas Chasidus? Is this really a Midas Chasidus? Maybe it's smarter for him to stay home and say, you know what, people need me more than him. Interesting argument. I saw, I just to, to play devil's advocate here, I saw Rav Avadim the Chuban Yabiya Aymer, Chayshanish, Mitzachelikyot, Simavav. He says, Punkfakir. He says, maybe Rav Ami was a greater Tamachacham than Rishlakish. He, he brings sources that Rami was a was very was a big, huge tamachacham. Maybe Adarava. Maybe that is the midas chasidus based on the sefer chasidim. So it's hard to know, you know, looking back fifteen hundred years later and saying who's the bigger tamachacham. Um, again, to derive, you know, halachas from this Yerushalmi. Um, but it's important to know that there could be other variables, and this is always crucial whenever trying to bring a raya proof to any argument. You really have to look at the source inside. Check all you know the facts, get the facts straight, and see are there any variables here that will make a, a, a substantial difference to the, to the case. And if there are, then you say, Then I don't have a riot. It may sound good, it may sound good, your proof. Hey, look, we have a case of something trying to go say something. Well, wait a second, maybe there's a little you know, slightly different criteria. Let's say I'd want, I'd want to put this into my plug this into my question of Avram Avinu. I don't think you compare, you can compare Lot to Ravami. You sure certainly can't do that. So maybe, maybe Rosh had the right to do it. Maybe he had the king to do it because he's saying, Ravami, you can't tell me. If you're going to say, oh, according to Haggai Yismaimanius, you're obligated to do it. Oh, wait a second. If the Haggai Yismaimanius holds source is from the Yerushalmi, well, then wait a second. Maybe it's only Kolkama that it's similar to the Yerushalmi. If you give me a case like Avram and Lot and Lot's like a big Russia, maybe not. Maybe the Haggai Yismaimanius wouldn't say that. Now, granted, the Haggai Yismaimanius is awesome. He does not explain. Um, he, he does not differentiate, excuse me, between um, big Tamil Chachamim and not big Tamil Chachamim. But again, if you're coming from his source, if that's the source, so then maybe that would be uh, that would be a, a factor to consider. I think that even even in the world of Hagayis Maimonides, we we have to juggle this question of Abraham Avinu. How could he deal with Lot? How, how could he go out to save Lot? Now, so says Rav Henkin. Since Rishlakesh gave up his life, and that's where the Beisios and the Gaius Mamanias are coming from. If he would have been killed, he wouldn't have saved. He wouldn't have been successful. Nishma, what you learn from this Yushami is, 
mimisa. That one should, this is like position of Goyis Mamanius, one should risk his life to save a friend. Okay, so he's presented the Shikas. Hopefully after that you'll walk away with the two main positions. The Hagos Mamanius, one's obligated. The Beis Yosef cites it. The Shulchan Aruch does not. And the Sma cites the, the, the shtika, the silence of the Rambam Rif and the Rush for not bringing this Yerushalmi. Um, and basically, he says, We're not going to paskin like the Ragois Maimonis and Yerushalmi, we're going to paskin like the Isr Veheter. Now, again, another fact that we mentioned, even within the Isr Veheter, it sounds like at least in the Isr Veheter, one, is one is not only not obligated to, one is not allowed to run into the burning house. Sounds like from the Mishnah, we were not like that. Um, we still have to discuss that, and we have to also answer Avram Avinu. But let's see here the halacha. Uladina rov achronim kasvu shaloiki yirusham. The halacha, like we just mentioned, most people do not go to yirusham. Kibur shulchan arich kishmit divrei hagoyis mamayniyos. So I'm sorry for speaking this all out. I see he writes this on here. Um, the shulchan arich doesn't bring the hagoyis mamayniyos. Ubesma b'choishin mishpas ifkan beis perish shehariv arama varosh v'atur hishmitum. I'm a pischei tshuva varach hasholcha. Veulam. Says Rev Henkin, and this will be another important factor when we're dealing with doctors and Hatzalah members. <laughs> Maybe it's only if you're saving one person. To save multitudes of people, one would be obligated to do that. Um, he says what his logic is. His logic is as follows: the Sefer Chasidim that we just mentioned, Ein Sefer Chasidim Shekasev, and he gives this the Tzak of the Sefer Chasidim that one who's a hediot should give his life up for the sake of saving the Talmud Chacham. Skip a few lines because we already read it. It's not an obligation of the hediot. No, never said you have to give your life up. For sure, you know they're going to kill you. No one ever said that. Even the ghost Mamonis didn't take it that far. They have to give your life up. It's a minus chassidus. It's a nice thing to do. He says, "Tzas kasha b'sefer chassidim ki milashon laharig echad mayhem mashmach agoyim bitu lara Yehudi culture." They're going to kill some Jew. They're out to kill. The lav davkes atamar chacham. In Cain, ha headbit v'atamar chacham hayushavim b'sakana. They're in the same sakana. The hayal olashmiin and says Rav Henkin. The Sefer Chassidim should have told me a bigger chiddush, right? Lashmin Rabunsa today, Shafilim Ayedu Humichutzel Sakana. Even if the hediot's life is not at risk, Mitzvah Shayim Sir Atzmo Kidugmas Rabbeinu Ruuvein Shloyabekzeres Hariga. Only Rabbi Akiva was not a Sariga Malchus. Rabruvein walks up to the Romans and says, "Kill me instead." If that's your source, and you see that even if you're an individual who's standing on the outside, your life is completely not at risk, right? They don't care. About you, Abikin is a mitzvah to save yourself. He's saying he's making ha'ar on the sefer chasid. Saying if your source is Rabbeinu Ruben, Rabruven, that's the Rubli, and it should follow that even if you're not, even if you your own life is not endangered, you should also give up your life first. Okay, va'od yish ladakni ki Rabbi Akiva yagodol hador v'kol Yisrael tshichim loy uminayin says Rav Enkin. How does how does the sefer chasid you know make broad application? Shehu adin lahatol town chacham alma anybody maybe Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva, you know, the greatest, one of the greatest uh, of all, you know, that's, maybe he's an exception. 
Maybe we could say that the modern day example of an Amachacham, compared to the modern day Balabas, is comparable to Rebruvain to Rebbe Akiva. Again, how do we know, you know, the stature of Rebruvain? Uh, I don't know. But he's just saying is that maybe that's the Sefer Hasidim felt that it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a, a fair comparison. So he says, says Reb Hankin, V'nimtza l'fidas Sefer Hasidim, Saving someone who the community needs, that person, the community needs that person. It's worthwhile to save him more than a. Than a, than a no, I want to say Jews are do. But he's not. He's not the, the Rav Ha'ir. So says, says the, the argument. Here's the argument they're making. If the Sefer Hasidim is right about that. And certainly, isn't it true? To save to save an entire populace, certainly one could do that. And he says to back it up, I have the marshal. Listen to the marshal, the Yamshel Shlomo. He says, a person's in a city when there's an epidemic and he needs to run. He wants to run away. He wants to run. To, nowadays, there's nowhere to run. But, uh, but let's say you want to run. So Shekos of the Mayam Shoshol and the Marshal writes, If he has the ability to save other individuals in a city, whether he's a doctor, he could do it with his own cuff, or he's, he's, he's a philanthropist, he could, he could pay for medications for people, he could, if he's there, he'll be able to oversee the necessary um, treatments. He says, if that's what he wants to do, he says, sorry, I skipped the word. for him to abandon ship. If he's a type of person that's not going to make a difference to the Situation. He could tell himself, "Listen, I don't want to risk my life. I need to leave." But if you need you, right? If the people need you, he says, "Then you're not allowed to leave." Says Rav Hankin, "Mavur Yosef Moganaf Rab." So if some tough go find Dalish, I'll pull your chin at Zibur. Haynu sheish biyadul hatul hab Zibur. Bein begufa bein b'manavona. That's pull your chin at Zibur. He could help out. It's hareish hat solas hat Zibur shiny b'dichik safik zakana. That's the marshal. If you mean if you could save the rabbin, you do not have a right to abandon ship. If you're a doctor, if you're a nurse, you know, and and, and you're needed, says you don't have a right. You're not allowed to leave. And listen to what he says. An interesting historic fact. He says, "Vidash says my grandmother, Rav Hankin's first wife." I looked this up. Rav Hankin's wife. Uh, he his father was really raised by his stepmother. Uh, he, they, they, she listened to what happened. We don't have a picture from her. I never saw a picture of my grandmother. However, she was in the the town of probably somewhere in Russia. The parts of Machlas had the Zentria, the Zentria, um, which is a, 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 a Machla in the, in, in the intestines. So it was rampant. It was an epidemic. Everyone was getting it. There was no one there to help everyone. Get food. She remained. She stayed there. And unfortunately, by her, by virtue of her helping out, she got the sickness herself and died. 
And she did the correct thing. We, I, I mentioned to someone that this is the same thing happened with the altar of Navardic. Same thing with him that um, there was, I don't remember, I think it was cholera, but he wanted to stay. He wanted to stay with his kila and he would, no, no one else, no one wanted to come in contact with the sick. Um, so he would hang around and, 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 and give food and, 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 and water, whatever they needed to all the, the dying patients. And unfortunately he himself caught it. Um, so the bottom line is, is that for Atzala Sarabim, everyone, even Isra Heter, posits Rav Hankin would be permitted. So now, um, he's basically going to say that, uh, yeah, let's see one last paragraph and we'll conclude that that'll be the end of this chuba, and then we'll resolve our, 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 our last issues and then we'll, we'll, we'll conclude this topic. So says Rav Hankin, the cave and Shahatsalas Rabim Chaini. So now that we've established that saving a, a, you know, a mass group is different, Shuv, Ein lahakshes he achti tochen mitzvah lotzei sulahatil ir shetzaru leagoyim. The tshuva that we started last week started off with this question from the Gemara in Erevin. The Gemara says that if you hear of a city that's under siege in Eretz Yisrael, you have to go out and save them. There's a difference between if it's a city on the border, a city on the inside, and how serious the siege is. Is fine. Bottom line is you have to save. You have to go out. You have to risk your life. Why do you have to risk your life according to the Achronim who say you're not supposed to put your life in danger to save someone else? That was the question that was posed to Rav Henkin. So Rav Henkin, your question doesn't begin because Atzalus Rabbim is shiny. Right? He says, um, he says, um, where did I go here? Shuv ein lahakshes. You can't ask. He achti tochin mitzvah lotzei su lahatul ir shetzer lagoim. Hello, you ain't know them chayv lahachmas atzim sefuk sakana like the Yisrael v'hetter kli lahatul chaverim mivadei sakana. To answer Hankin, that's very different. That's by the individual that, that, that the place can say, you're not obligated to put yourself in danger, but not the Rabbim. The Avsheba or Sameach, the great Or Sameach, the Meshachachma writes in Tuchus or Tzayach. And the Achreinim have a lot of fun with this Or Sameach. He says as follows. We can't have a shir just on this Or Sameach, but we're out of time. He says that the Ritzayach B'Shogeg, um, someone who kills kills unintentionally, he has to go to your mikla. So the Gemara in Mati says, he's not allowed to leave. He says, Why not? Because maybe the Galdam is going to kill him. Even if he's like, the Gemara says, like, uh, the, like, um, like, uh, um, yo, Avish Shriya. It doesn't matter. If everyone, even if the entire nation of the Jewish people will be saved from him, he's not allowed to leave. Unbelievable. Not allowed to leave. Why? Asked Ar Samech. Why can't he leave? Says Ar Samech. He's saying this is a proof to the sheet of the Isr Vahetr. And not only are you not, not obligated, you're not allowed to. It's Asr, says the Ar Samech. It's Asr to leave. Even if you're going to save the Rabbim. But hey, you're putting your own life at risk. So you have this Ar Samech. Sounds like for Sh- that Rabbim is not different than a Yachid. Sounds like for the Ar Samech. Says Rav Henkin and Rav Avadia brings us our Samech and he brings the same Dichon. Um, he says, the Sefer Klichemda, the Klichemda says in, 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 in uh, Parshas Pinchas, he says, that's not our proof. Over there, by near Mikla, the Torah said, you're not allowed to leave. He says, Shun, he's, supposed to, he's supposed to stay there until the Kohen Gadol dies. So what are you going to do? You can't bring a proof from there to all scenarios where someone can save the life of an entire community. That there, there's a, that's a unique case. It's Xeris HaKosov. 
doesn't understand that whole halacha. Because I understand <coughs> if we as the community decide that we want this guy to die, we, 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 we want this guy to live, the murder, we want him to live so he could save all of us, we're going to go grab the Gol Adam, suppress him for a few days, and then we'll release them once, once the, you know, the Ratzach goes back to the Emikla. We could do that. We, we, we could facilitate a situation where there's no Sakana. And yet the Torah says, no, it must be the Zer Sakosav. It's not just about Sakana, because we could facilitate a case where there won't be a Sakana. must be that the Zer Sakosav is just not allowed to leave. Baruch HaShulchan, by the way, has a Tarkhian. He says, is it the Gemara just saying he's not obligated to leave? Or is it actually saying he's not allowed to leave? He's specific about this. Maybe he's allowed to. He says the chat is that he's not allowed to leave because every second that he's walking outside, he's over on an iser of um, many, many obligations to go to the Irmiklan. And therefore, that's why he's not allowed to leave. Okay, but I know which I just told you. Fine, fine. So, what do we have? What do we have today? We have the Mahachlaikas Hagoismaimenis Vesavahed. Hagoismaimenis is obligation to go. The Isavahed holds there's no obligation to go. The language of the Isavahed indicated like the Redvaz, the Nanu is no obligation. It's actually forbidden. So, we said, and Lachoro, that, 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 that follows logically because, because one, uh, one, once there's no obligation to save my friend, so now there's an obligation on me to save myself, make sure that I myself am safe. Bachai Bohem. So what does, why, why, if we find poskim, which we do, um, we said the Nitziv, the Ali Tamar, and others say that in the language of the Mishnah Brura, that you're not obligated to, sounds like if I want to, Midas Chasidus, I'm allowed to. What would be the source for that? I found today, Rabbi Yechiel Weinberg, the Sri Deish, he writes that really this is contingent upon Machlokas Rishonim about the, the obligation of V'chai Bahem, Anochachakirim. The Torah says, to live by them. What does that mean? What does it mean practically? It means that if the Torah ever interferes with my, the ability of my life, for me to live, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells me, don't do my mitzvahs. I want you to live. I want you to live. Don't do my mitzvahs. I want you to live. Is a kitur? Is the Torah telling you, listen, you're entitled to your life. My mitzvahs should not interfere with your life. Is, it a, is, that, is that the nature of v'chaibahem? Or is v'chai behem a chiv? Not just a tour. It's a mitzvah in and of itself of saying, you have to live. You must live. What is the nature of v'chai behem? So says Rev Weinberg, he says that he wants to say even in the Ram. There really is a machlikas ramam and toysis about v'chai behem. Whether a person, let's say um, there's a mitzvah of, right, besides for the three cardinal sins, a person is obligated to be over v'al yahari. You're not supposed to give up your life. What if you decide to give up your life? Says Taisvis, beautiful. If you want to, you're just not obligated to. Says the Ramam, if you give up your life, you are, you know, you're going to be held accountable up in Shemaim for giving up your life. Machluk is Yishonim. Rav Weinberg, the Sri H, wants to say that even the Ramam in this particular case, I'm not going to go into how he gets there. He says he'll agree that the Chai to save somebody else is a Rishos. It's only, it's a Ptur. You don't have to give up your life. You're entitled to your own life. And therefore, he wants to argue. He actually asks this question. 
Not like the Isaveta. He didn't quote the Isaveta. I was a little surprised. But not like they're advanced. That he says that really there may be an, an opportunity. If someone wants me to chasidus, and this would maybe be the position of the Nitziv. This would be the position of the Ali Tamar. This would be the position of Mishnabura. That if one wants to give up his life, he's entitled to, even if it means that he's putting himself at risk. This could explain the, uh, like we said, Avram Avinu. Um, he, he, right, even according to the Yishitas, maybe he felt he wants to save Lot. He had tremendous love for him. I found in the Sefer Moshe David Vali, he writes that uh, it, this is a, actually a similar story that I think I shared with you on Purim from Reb Tzvi, that Avram, from the fact that Og survived, again, Og was a survivor of the Muhammad of those four kings with his community. He's the only, he's the poet. He comes and tells Avram, and therefore, the fact that he survived and came and told Avram all of this, basically Avram saying, why does the Kaddish Baruch Hu want me to hear this? Why did he tell this to me? Must be he wants me to do something. He wants me to act on it. Now again, you got to be very careful with that kind of logic because we have a Torah. You know, I don't want to get into the discussion now with the Briskarab when he was posed at this uh, question and they said, oh, you see, you see that in order for the Mashiach to come, you have to get Eretz Yisrael. So, you know, so, so the Briskarab's response to that was is, yeah, but I don't have to violate Isurim. He held that Isurim that she's going to catch Shlichas Damim. You know what the response says? He says, you know, the Rambam writes in the Sefer, Sefer Malachim that uh, Christianity is going to, you see, it's the footsteps of Mashiach. You know, it's the beginning of Mashiach. It's Christianity. So the Briscoe says, so you're going to tell me I should go try making everyone Christian? So Chas Shalom, it's an issue to do that. Aye, but it's going to bring Mashiach. It brings Mashiach closer. He says, yeah, but you don't do Isurim because you think that, oh, Maybe, maybe this is what I shall want. No, no, no. We have our Torah. This is, you know, very brisk. Right? 613 mitzvahs, we don't create our own things. We got to stick to the stick to the game plan. So, uh, so again, so in Avram's, to, to just say that Avram was looking at, wow, Kesh Baruch must want me to go. Hard to imagine that he would say, okay, well, then I may as well risk my, risk my life. No, this is, he's the beginning of Christ, so we need Avram. You can't just go try to save a nice, you know, his, his nephew look. But what I found was, is a, um, Revavadia really quotes this from the Chidah. This is, this is amazing, the Chidah. And really a Marsha and Kainis, because the Chidah himself quotes Marsha and Kainis, saying is that a Tzadik Gomer, the whole Gomer Psachim, about a person's not allowed to put himself into Makam Sakana, that's only true if you're not a Tzadik Gomer. If you're a Tzadik Gomer, like the Gomer says by Rukhani ibn and he knew there was a snake in the hole and he put his hand in the hole, right? And, and he killed the snake. And he says, uh, I've got, I maybe get the details wrong. He says, The person will only be harmed if he has a chet. And therefore, says the Chida and the Marsha, a tzadik bummer is entitled to take risks. He's entitled to put his life at risk. That's what Rechanim Medoza did. He could have died, right? But since he knew it, he, he, he said, for the sake of the rabbin, whatever, whatever motive that you have, you know, you have to get rid of your, humili- your humility to the side and say, listen, I don't think I've ever done an Avera. I could, I could be a helpful, you know, asset over here. The thing is that if that's true by Rukhim and Daisa, then Lachora, I don't think Avram is any worse. Maybe Avram knew himself. So listen, maybe people shouldn't learn from me. But I, I know myself, I'm a good uh, abiding Jew. I think HaKadosh Baruch is going to do a nace for me. Maybe he was talking to a for that reason. And therefore, even if you go like this or ahead, and they're advised that it's really forbidden. There is no rituals, not like the three day age. You're not allowed to do it. Maybe that's the room for Avram Avinu to go save Lot. So, and just to summarize, Lamaisa, Allah Lamaisa, a fireman, and anyone who where it's their profession, we mentioned last week, uh, that's not, there's no 
prohibition of that's waived when this is what people do for a profession. Um, that would also apply to doctors and nurses. At Sola, that may not apply to, but number one, there is a, um, you also have, you have the student age, you have members, at Sola members are entitled to, to put their lives at risk. Um, they're, they're, they're allowed to do that. Okay, according to this, they're hetter and they're advised they may not be allowed to do that, but at least you have the other, the other hetter of um, Hatzalah's Rabbim shining, um, which uh, Rabbi and others go with that. And you're, you're really, you're, if, if you're not going to be Hatzalah member, if no one's going to be there, there Rabbim, who unfortunately will be, will be at risk. And therefore, they're entitled to do that. And certainly doctors and nurses also have that hetter as well. Okay, Yashar Koyach, I hope that was uh, informative and uh, I enjoyed preparing it. I hope you enjoyed listening. Good night, Yomtis, and uh, next week we'll, we'll try to find a new topic. Have a good night.